welcome to the Artifice of Sound. I'm your host, Sam Doctor. With me is my co-host, Mike Muska. Yeah, and uh, this is week three. I, I mean, we're, we're doing this on a weekly basis, having a lot of fun. That's my my dog making a big fuss in the background there, if you can hear him. Yeah, he's really excited to be a guest on this episode today. Yeah. Uh, so how have you been, Mike? Oh, pretty good. I'm... Uh... I was a little steamed this morning when I found out my appointment got canceled. Appointment? Uh, yeah. What was your appointment for? It was for a sensory deprivation. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Wait, um, like, is that when you go in, go into the tank? Yeah, they have, like, a big, like, coffin-looking tank. Okay. Yeah, and it's filled with, like, uh, like really high saline water, right? Yeah, it's, like, uh, just a ton of, like, salt water. Okay. It's supposed to be, like, more buoyant than the Dead Sea. Oh, so like Jesus, so you can float in it, and then they shut the coffin thing, and then they leave you there for about an hour, and it's like pitch black and soundproof, so it's like very intense meditation. Why were you? Uh, why'd you sign up for that? Well, I saw a, a Simpsons episode where Homer and Lisa did it. Oh, and okay. Lisa was having crazy hallucinations. I bet Homer was in there having hallucinations of uh, donuts. Actually, he was too stupid for it to do anything. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, so um, have you done that before? No, or? this was my first time. Were you yeah. hoping to have some, like, super, uh, like, overtly sexual hallucinations whenever you went in there? I wasn't hoping for that. Okay. Um, if it happened, cool. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard that uh, that if you pee in the tank, that they, they charge you a lot of money. Oh, really? Yeah, and that it's, it, it can be really, really hard not to pee in the tank because it's like, you know... I don't know. I'd, some some people, when they get into a, a, a body of like, uh, y- you know, skin temperature water, uh, they j- they just want to piss all over the place. I I don't know. I I didn't think about that. I could imagine myself doing that, <laughs> especially if I'm like half asleep or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like hallucinating. Yeah, or you could have a hallucination that you were actually like standing in front of a toilet, and man, that would be horrible. There'd yeah. be nothing you could do. Yeah, I'll, uh, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, I don't know how I could cover that up when I leave. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think you're getting out of that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Wow, that's pretty cool. Where do you go to get that done? There's, I didn't know it was someone's house at first, but I read some reviews. It's just this person's house. Oh, okay. Somewhere in Pittsburgh. Man, that sounds, that sounds extremely dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, they don't forget about me. And <laughs> I'm I'm thinking more along the lines of like uh, you're gonna go in there and they're gonna you know eh, please step into the chamber you know and uh, then slowly build a a fire underneath the you know. Oh, I didn't think of that. The yeah the I, I think it's a totally enclosed metal container, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and and it kind of looks like a. Uh, like a refrigerator flipped upside down. Okay. That's yeah. how I'd describe it. Well, I'll tell you what. If you get in and there's like carrots and onions and stuff <laughs> like that floating around the water. I don't know to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? How are you going to get out, though? Because it, by then it's too late, man. Oh. You're going to have to bring your cell phone in there with you. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a, a waterproof cell phone? Yeah, I can put it in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, I think that's the best. That Just for safety, you know. Um, just in case. You know, you don't want to be part of a Mike Musco stew. So, <laughs> yeah, but hey, if that's how I die, that's how I die, you know. That I'll tell you what, it would be a pretty interesting way to die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh 
Speaking of dead things, <laughs> or maybe undead things, uh, this week we're listening to a, a pretty interesting project. Um, uh, more along the lines again of like sort of a YouTube hip hop group. Um, Mike, you you know a little bit more about these guys than I do. I think you introduced them to me. Yeah, they're a very uh, occult type of uh, hip hop group where they focus on elements of dying and like kind of hyper violence that kind of stuff yeah yeah and it's like all framed in this like very uh sort of insane clown posse type of a mold oh yeah you can definitely feel some influence with uh icp yeah okay and but i think that what is most interesting to me is like you know how how young the people and how young they may or may not be Uh, yeah i picture them as like 15 16 maybe yeah yeah i think that's an that's a pretty apt uh estimate i would say but um yeah so they're called anarchist vampire and are they are they really dedicated to i mean i've listened to these songs and i'm not i'm not exactly sure that they went with the correct like i'm not really sure why they called themselves anarchist vampire because they don't seem to be particularly dedicated to either anarchism or uh, vampirism so no I you're you totally hit the nail right on the head right in the center of the head I'd say yeah I don't notice any kind of anarchy or uh, vampire related no it's just uh, kind of um, gang violence you yeah know? I mean maybe they are uh, a gang of anarchist vampires and they're just they're they you know find it kind of unfashionable to be really out there with their politics like yeah we're vampires yeah we're anarchists but you know like the we're gonna mess you up and murder you with hatchets and stuff like that but we're gonna do it in a very non-political way because that's our style you know yeah i I can see that like uh you know sort of keeping their political agenda you know at bay not really getting too involved with that more focus on the violence yeah okay yeah or 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 they could be well, no, that wouldn't make any sense. If they were trying to hide their political agenda, then they wouldn't call themselves anarchist vampire. No. <laughs> they would call themselves something totally different. I don't know. I but, bet I bet if we had them as guests, they'd uh, openly talk about their political beliefs, but I don't think they're going to force it down anyone's throat. No, and as you know right now, it is 7.20 on, on a Saturday, so even if we try to get these guys in here, I mean, like, the sun is down. <laughs> I think that... Uh, they're probably out there causing some havoc right Most now. likely. Yeah. But that's something that I really want to do in the future is get some get some people on this show and uh, get a chance to talk to some of the artists because... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Do you know how to use Skype? I've never used it, but I'm really smart, so I'm sure I could figure it out just like that. Nice. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I have no idea how to use it, so uh, I'm glad you're with me then. All right, so do you want to listen to the first song? Oh, certainly. All right, let's check them out. This is Anarchist Vampire, and uh, I'm just going to play the first one that I heard. This is called Hatchet Riders. We the Hatchet Riders, ride or die. Give the fuck back or never live again. We the Hatchet Riders, ride or die. Get the fuck back or never live again. I rose from my grave, 
head's still spinning from the party. Wondering what the hell happened last night. Looking into my casket, seeing this bitch I don't know. Realizing that she has a hatchet in her head. Damn, that bitch is dead. Looking down at my hands, seeing the blood still fresh. Damn, I must have done it. Freshen up real quick and getting ready for the night. Blue rag around my forehead, brand new Nikes on my feet. Hatchet draped over my shoulder, looking for trouble. Waiting for my boys to pick me up. Seeing them pull up in a fresh dark blue Escalade. Caught some punk slipping. Hit him in the back with my hatchet. That boy is fucked. Blood all over the streets. Time for me and my boys to beat feet in the mind of a killer. All you hear is... We the hatchet riders. Ride or die. Get the fuck back or never live Yeah, so... I mean, like that, I think that gives uh, a really good first impression for what we're working with here. Obviously, these guys are... Uh, you know, almost on the literary level of uh, wordsmithiness, I think. If you listen to that that first, you know, verse, he really puts you in there and, you know, shows you the imagery. I mean, you can just imagine in your head, uh, especially the parts where he says stuff like a fresh blue, what, SUV, Cadillac? I can't remember. What? Escalade? Now? Escalade, yeah, that's what it was. And, yeah. you know, like, I can just, yeah, I can imagine that <laughs> happening. And, you know, the hatchet. And the emotion when he said, damn, that bitch is dead. Like, <laughs> I, I really get a sense of what was going through his mind after a murder, just seconds after a murder. Yeah. What goes through a killer's mind? And, damn, that bitch is dead. <laughs> yeah. See, I, th- I thought kind of that he was just like, uh, you know, sort of brushing it off in, in a nonchalant way. Like, the kind of way that, uh, you know, if uh, if you were trying to maybe uh, capture... Say you were playing Pokemon uh, Red version, okay? You're in the Safari Zone, and uh, as you know, it takes a really long time to find, like, a Scyther or, you know, uh, a Pinsir or, like, one of those really good Pokemon that are in the Safari Zone. And, you know, uh, you keep throwing the rocks at them, throwing the rocks at them, throwing the rocks at them, and, you know, you, you try to, you try to throw that Pokeball at the right time, you know, so that they don't, you don't want to make them run away, but you want to catch them, and I can just, like, sort of, uh, when I, when I throw the Pokeball, and, uh, you know, the Scyther runs away, I missed him. It's just like, damn, that bitch is dead. Yeah, same same feeling, man. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to check out the other uh, one of the other songs here? <laughs> okay. Um. All right. This one's called "Trials of the Undead," and I, I pulled this off their MySpace page. So, um, the first two songs that I listened to were on YouTube. I didn't actually get the chance to look at a view count or anything. Uh, I'm absolutely positive that this is not a comedy group, though. I think they're taking this extremely seriously. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I have a feeling that these guys aren't quite as popular as uh, some of our previous reviewed artists, especially uh, Jaja Boys. Yeah, wow. Actually, I'm kind of surprised that you, you found this, Mike, because... That song only has 19,000 hits on YouTube. Where, where did you... How did you end up listening to this? Oh, a friend... A couple recommendations from a friend. Okay. Uh, well, a couple friends gave me this one particular recommendation. Yeah, you are... You're being kind of, uh, you know, modest, but you can go ahead and say that it was David Bowie. I mean... It was David Bowie. 
it was one of the last times I saw him is a few months ago. Yeah. It was actually Thanksgiving. What were you guys doing? Well, I invited him over to cut the turkey. He cuts the turkey every year. And uh, he does this really hilarious gag where he throws a turkey up in the air <laughs> and then he juggles knives and waits for the turkey to fall down. And usually, like, he ends up just hurting himself because he's not a very good juggler. And then he just says, eh, someone else can cut it. Yeah, I'm sure he goes, oh, no, <laughs> not me. I never cut the turkey. He, he, yeah, right? He does do that. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, that is one of his songs, right? I'm not. I only know, like, Maybe three or four David Bowie songs. You know that. Nir- See, everybody knows this is the Nirvana song because of the uh, the oh, live CD. That, uh, Man Who Sold the World? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's David Bowie's song. Oh, yeah, song. yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, big tragedy, though. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving this year? Oh, uh, hopefully Peter Frampton will come this year and fill the void. Yeah, I don't think he's going to show up. Really? Do you know why? Why is that? I don't think I I don't think he appreciated you uh, naming your your fantasy hockey team after him so many times. I mean, <laughs> uh, I think he was cool with it until you started bringing in like uh, wife beater Frampton. <laughs> I didn't bring that in yet. Uh, wa- water water heater Frampton. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, that's not very, you know. <laughs> yeah, I uh, maybe, maybe I uh, kind of uh, underestimated how uh, sensitive he is. I think he did. Yeah. So maybe if we uh, soften things out, maybe by next year he'll be ready. Yeah. I mean, it maybe if you did a couple of uh, Phil Collins things, then wait, am I thinking of the right guy? Is Peter Frampton the guy from Genesis originally, or is he, or, or is he from the Who? I know very little about Peter Frampton. <laughs> then why is he coming over to your house to cut the turkey, Mike? I mean, Jesus Christ! Ask the guy a couple of questions. <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should learn a little more about him. Yeah. Uh, maybe a quick Wikipedia. Yeah, you, do you want to look it up right now? Yeah, sure. All right, so if you were gonna, do you want to make a bet? Because I have a pretty good feeling that he's from, uh, he's from Genesis. I don't think he's from Genesis. Okay, let's look this up. Peter Frampton, F A R M P T O N. Okay. Yep. Peter Cetera, I think, was from Genesis. Oh man. Humble Pie, the Bee Gees, David Bowie. Huh, look at that. What? Yeah, he's associated with David Bowie. I didn't know Peter Frampton was in the Bee Gees. Yeah, man, I didn't know he was in Humble Pie either. I never heard of Humble Pie. Apparently he's in, in a band called Frampton's Camel. That's hmm. pretty. That sounds pretty <laughs> interesting. That sounds like it has some potential to maybe show up on this show. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Ringo Starr and his all-star band. Yeah, so I was wrong. Who's the guy from Who's the guy from Genesis? Is that Peter Cetera? No. I know no. Phil Collins is definitely from Genesis. Yeah, but they had another singer originally. Um, let's see here. Here we go. The English rock band. Peter Gabriel. Uh, yeah. Who's Peter Cetera? Do you want to look that up too? <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with S-E-T- E-R-A. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I made that name I up. I think you made this guy up, Mike. <laughs> I'm very well made. Yeah, not coming up. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, let's let's go ahead and play the next song. Uh, this one's called Trials of the Undead. Trials of the Undead. 
together. It felt like I was floating, feeling as light as a feather. Taking time to remember the beautiful smile on your face. Thinking I was a waste of your time, hoping and praying you'd come back to me. Knowing that time heals all. The wounds that I have are deep, but I still remember your beauty. The way you laughed when I told a joke. The way you made me smile just by hearing your voice. You showed me the real you. I stopped fronting when I was with you. I showed you the real me, then you walked away. These are the trials of the undead. 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 Looking around when I hear your name, knowing that you're gone, broken with desire for you. I need you in my life. Take the pain away and be there. Loving you was a good thing. You took away the darkness inside me. I fell in love with you, knowing that it would hurt, but I never stopped. I put you on top of everything. These are the trials of the undead. 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 The only thing you were second to was my one and only son. I like taking you out. You know what? I I actually think that that recording this music would be really really fun. Uh, you you want to do a, a little experiment with me, real quick, oh, Mike? I'd love to. All right, we're, we don't obviously don't have that rock and background track, but do you want to just chant "These are the trials of the undead" with me? Yeah, sure. All right, ready? These are the trials of the undead. These are the trials of the undead. These are the trials of the undead. Dude, that feels good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I could go out and cause some mayhem right now. Yeah, or I could just sit here and chant that all night long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, bringing in the second vocalist on this one, I noticed that he sounds a little bit like you, Mike. And I'm starting to get this weird feeling that uh, that you're making me listen to some weird hip-hop project that you've been working on with uh, what can only be described as a 15-year-old anarchist vampire. Well, Sam, I take that as an extremely high compliment that you yeah. think I could be associated with this. Dude, I, t- I totally think you could do this. I, you know what? <laughs> I think that you're you're putting yourself, you know, way too low down there, man. I think you could you could run this. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Sam. Just the way that you say these are the trials of the undead. Can we do that one more time? <laughs> these, these are the, the trials, trials of the undead. undead. <laughs> these are the trials of the undead. These are the trials of the undead. Dude, I'm telling you, there's something to that. Uh I don't know. I'm starting to really enjoy that. I might have to just just start doing that as one of my daily mantras, you know? Yeah, when you wake up in the morning, say, these, these are, are the trials, trials of the undead. undead. Finding my work shirt in the morning. <laughs> 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 Making a cup of coffee. These are the trials of the undead. Uh, trying to shave my face with a really rusty razor, <laughs> but it won't shave off the, all the hair when I do it that way. So I try and I try, but it keeps pulling out the hairs one by one. Oh man, that hurts. See, <laughs> I, I think I'm doing pretty well already. Yeah, I, I've I got like this style lot. locked down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so next song. Ooh, this might be, this one might be explicit. Uh, there's, there's a bad word in the title. Yeah. The, uh, some may accuse them of being uh, sexist or misogynist. Uh, you got to keep in mind that these are anarchists. You know? Yeah, so like that doesn't apply to them, right? I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Um, well, this one's called Psycho Bitches. Cover your ears if you're uh, highly offended. Psycho bitches, maniac killers, sucking the dick of all the dope dealers. Bitch drops my drawers, throws me to the floor, pulls out a chainsaw, skips across my knees. I hit the fucking door, running down the street about a half mile down. Cops grab me and throw me to the ground and say, what the fuck you doing, you fucking wicked clown? 
Kai said, what the fuck? I bounced my foot off the back of his head. Take a look at your partner. Ha, he's dead. Then he hits me in the face with some mace. And he says, ha, fuck it. How do you like that taste? So well, you think this guy sounds like Method Man? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Mike, I think that that's... Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're being very fair, man. This guy's way better than Method Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, there is a, there's like a little bit of a Wu-Tang attitude, for sure. But I find it just a little bit bizarre. The, uh, the things that they're describing seem totally ridiculous. Like, they seem like something taken out of a Rob Zombie movie. Do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. if Rob Zombie was the producer of a of a hip hop group, this is the one that he would choose. I think so. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, I that's the best way I can describe this music for sure. It's a little bit grotesque. Yeah. Uh, pretty fun to listen to though. I yeah. Uh, okay. You want to check out the last track? All right. So, yeah, this one's just called Vampires. Let's see if we get another sweet beat. Oh yeah. Blood streaming down my face, feeling the taste of blood in my mouth. Watching my victim turn to face death, staring down at the ground. Wondering why you showed up this night, wanting the eternal life that I give. Wondering why you want to live forever, knowing that your life is in danger. The bloodlust will control you, listen to my words, because it's true. true. Turning you into the undead is a life you will dread. Watching everything you know come and go, eternity is a long time to live. Live, live, I know what it's like to live forever, wishing I had never chose the way of the undead, knowing what you will go through. Watch your back everywhere you go. You turn someone, they will try to take your life. Heed my words carefully, because I have turned you into the beast that I am. You live the life of a vampire, but beware of those that hunt you. My words are true. Now you have to live in fear. Don't worry, you will have blood for tears. tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Hatred in these eyes. Blood and smile. Death seems to bleed. Hatred seems to fill this body that is as cold as ice. Yeah, that's probably the weaker track out of the yeah. four, I would say. Yeah, it must have been a B-side. Yeah, I think so. Um, y you know, I was, I was sitting here and I was thinking about what I was saying about uh, trying to shave my face with a rusty razor. And I've been wondering, why don't, why don't you grow a beard, Mike? Well, I think the main reason is I can't. You can't? I can get a little bit of a goatee going, but I get such a... Is that part of your probation that you're not allowed to <laughs> grow a beard? or? Yeah, ever since my... Uh, I, I attacked a cop two years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> and I, uh, I went to court, and I spent six months in the hole, and they said I uh, can't attack any more cops, and I can't grow a beard. I can grow a goatee in the wild. Why do you think that you're allowed to grow a goatee and not a beard? Good do you think that everyone ha who has a goatee is under a similar restriction? That's is that a possible. good way of identifying like, I, you know, I guess, X balance? I guess having a goatee, you can still recognize their face. But yeah. a beard is just enough where you know, they could miss someone. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I could see that. Hmm. Oh, you're giving me a lot to think about this week, Mike. <laughs> uh, do you have a sponsor? Uh, this week we are sponsored by... Uh, Bic razors. Yeah. Okay. That's really fitting. I I had no idea that we were. Yeah. You were saying that you don't like shaving with a rusty razor. Well, shave with a bic. Yeah. Okay. I I'll I'll take that into consideration the next time. I'm uh, I have to admit that I'm more of a Gillette guy though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I for some reason Gillette keeps sending me uh, 
a, a razor in a box and it, it says like happy 16th birthday or something like that i mean hmm. i'm serious i get these oh, really? almost every <laughs> year yeah they send me a gillette fusion that's the one with the four razors and it's the blue and orange one yeah yeah and it says happy birthday and hmm. i uh i use that razor for a whole year and then i wait for the next one to come and when it comes i throw that one away this sounds like something one of our friends would do just to mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't considered that. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking that, uh, you know, Gillette really wants my business. And you know what? It's working because you came in here with a big sponsor and I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick with Gillette. Well, everyone who's not already a loyal Gillette fan, give Vic a try. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah, they... do, do whatever you want. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the Artifice of Sound. What are we going to talk about next week, Mike? Oh, I don't know. What do you think, Sam? I've got a uh, a really special project that I oh. want to talk about. Uh, it's something that I listen to, like, legitimately a lot. Uh, but it would really fit in here. So, okay. uh, But I can't remember the name of it this second. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of digging. Hopefully I can bring it back up again. It is, uh, it's a 24-hour album. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the concept. Uh, do the Flaming Lips do this? I don't know. Who are the Flaming Lips? Uh, they've kind of... Wait, are they that band that does that? They did the You Don't Use Jelly. That's their big one. But they, no, they covered uh, the Beatles' uh, Lonely Hearts Club band album. Okay. And they've kind of like gotten really pretentious. They used to be kind of cool. Oh, just like a studio... Uh, or uh, I'm sorry, like a stadium rock band, kind of. Yeah, a little more weird and psychedelic. Okay, yeah. But they've kind of, kind of gone off the rails lately. Did kinda, they kind of made fools of themselves? Well, a twenty-four hour album is is an album that you do, you all you write all all the songs and you record them all in twenty-four hours. Oh, this album is twenty-four hours in length. You're kidding me. <laughs> no. Wait, they actually did that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Did they just write a regular album and then stretch the songs out really, really long? So I don't know what they did because I don't really want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to stay up for 24 hours to listen to it, too. Yeah. All right. Well, in any case, we got a 24-hour album next week. I don't remember what it's called, but we're going to check that out. Uh, and we're going to work on possibly getting a guest. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see if I can get in touch with this guy and talk to him about it. Uh Maybe you can show me how to use Skype. I would love to. All right. Hey, uh, take care of yourself, Mike. I'll see you next week. I'll see you later. All right.